0: <laughs> hey, stop laughing. I'm, I'm starting the show. It's too far away. It's recording now. Okay. Hey, guess what? It's Brandon and Lindsay have a podcast now. You have to wait until I'm finished with the whole name. Yeah. I do. Yeah. All right, let's just start over. I don't want to argue about it. Hey, it's Brandon and Lindsay have a podcast now. Don't touch my
1: ear with that. Trying to tell me what to do. I don't think Did this, y'all hear that? <laughs> I don't think
0: this is going to work out. I don't think this podcast is really uh, set up for success anymore. Well, I'm going to get a new partner. <laughs> Good <I think>. luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you guys have got questions, thanks for joining. First of all, thanks for joining us again for this episode of the show. Um, if you got any questions, join us on Instagram here. Slide in, ask the questions, and we will do our best to answer them. See,
1: Shauna's got my back. She said, "Get him, Lindsay."
0: <laughs> oh, Shauna! Hey, Shauna has my favorite um, thing that anybody has ever said to me. It was when she, I'm gonna try to do a let's do Shauna impressions right okay, now.
1: Okay, I got one. I got one word.
0: Yeah, I know the one. All right, you got to say the word Jesus. You ready? J- Jesus. <laughs> she goes. Oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus. That's that's what she sounds like to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> All right, let's see. I uh, like when she says electric kettle. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ele- electric kettle. I'm, I sound just exactly like an Irish person. I wish Keith was. Uh, I wish Keith was here right now to make fun of me. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, we're working on trying yeah, to get Keith over here right now, but you know we gotta do a bunch of like legal stuff. Yeah trying to get somebody a visa to get into the country.
1: Okay, so I've started filling out um, Keith's immigration paperwork for us to bring him over as the employer. And so I felt uh, there's these boxes that you have to fill out, and it's like reasons why you need this uh, immigrant to do it instead of having an American do it. And so I had to mark a box that said that I <laughs> Keith was an alien with special abilities. What? It's <laughs> like this is the perfect box. For
0: <laughs> I was I told him I said I think it would be more efficient for me to just fly you to Mexico and have you walk across and I'll pick you up in Texas. Like that sounds that sounds way easier <laughs> and way less expensive. For sure. Because trying to do it the right way I could see. While people are just like, nah, I'm skipping that process.
1: Yeah, then uh, We're just going to flood
0: them and do it the way we want to do <laughs> very it. Very tedious. Yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I feel like the last couple of weeks of the PGF have really been um, super hectic for me. I just feel like I've been running crazy. So I'm, I'm, down to the end of it. This is the last week of the PGF regular season, season two. Mm-hmm. So that's very exciting. But uh, now we got to get ready for the finale. But let's talk about the last the, the last episode first, and let's talk about what do you think about the PGF season two? Not like analysis wise, okay, just because I don't remember. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't. I never can remember the individual <laughs> matches. But just what is it that? Um, have you really, have you enjoyed the working with the PGF? Like, do you like your part of it? What do you want to see it turn into, et cetera, et
1: cetera? Um, yeah, I definitely like, uh, having my hand in it. Um, it's, it's definitely me reaching outside of my comfort zone because doing like any kind of, okay. I was a teacher for a really long time, so I'm not scared of public speaking, but I don't like it. Like I'm an introvert. So (laughs) yeah, putting myself out there on the PGF or a podcast is um, not super comfortable. So I'm reaching past my levels of comfortability and reaching a little bit. So I definitely like uh, using the PGF to do that uh, because I get to talk about jujitsu and people get to see that I'm not just the instructor's wife, you know. Uh, I, yeah, you're not I just know. some rando
0: hottie on Instagram.
1: <laughs> I know a little bit about jujitsu, so um, it's yeah, I'm enjoying. It's
0: like showing off that expertise a little bit. I like when you I like when you flex on folks like that. Uh, one of the episodes, I can't remember which one was. You flexed on Scaff. He said something. Oh yeah, he wasn't. He wouldn't make a pick on Matt versus <laughs> oh, Jake. Yeah. He he made you and uh, Joe oh, make Joe a pick. It, yeah. And then he he's like, pick. I don't know. It's a toss up. And you're like, What are you doing? <laughs> 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 you called him out later uh, in the show. It was funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like the PGF has been uh, really positive. I I couldn't have kept going with season one like with the schedule and the hectic craziness, nobody was going to be able to keep going like that. Right. Right. And so we had to make the necessary changes because this came up and this came up. I, I was having trouble feeling it the way I did with season one, but when we made the changes to the new format, I definitely felt the momentum start to shift in a positive way. Right. And, yeah, I think that... I think the momentum for it is really, really positive right now. So I'm super excited to see where it goes. I think having the qualifiers in with season three is going to be a huge, huge, huge thing. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to make a huge that. difference,
1: and and that's going to you know. And I think one of your purposes is to like give um, you know white and blue belts a chance at some exposure, you know, on a higher level. Um, tournament and so going into the different locations and so they won't have to travel you know if anything it's just like knocking down some roadblocks maybe you know to get some people seen that wouldn't normally get seen so I think it's really cool I'm excited about that part
0: yeah and I think that that's going to go a long way towards growing the brand oh Shauna bought a badge hit it Jones badges
1: (laughs) oh wait she gets
0: super badges Oh, yes, you got the three heart one. Yeah. Super, Warm, warm, warm. super badge. Uh, great job, <laughs> Um Yeah, what was I just saying? Oh, I think it's going to go a long – doing the qualifier is going to go a long way to helping spread the brand around, mm-hmm. you know, like – I did that when I first started teaching seminars and stuff like that. I would just drop in and, uh, you know, not do a free seminar necessarily, though I – have done plenty of those, mm-hmm. but do one with just the expenses, just what it costs me to get there. And then I'll try to roll with everybody in the room and kind of like leaving them, like, here's why you want me to come back. Here's yeah. why, yeah. here's why what I'm going to show y'all today matters, that kind of stuff. And, and then also try to build good relationships with the people that you're there with, be friendly, be kind, right. be respectful. And yeah, just eventually after a couple of years of doing that, you grow and grow and grow, and your influence begins to grow as well. So, yeah, you got to keep reaching out there and touching the screen, or it's going to
1: die.
0: It's going to die. I keep having the hiccups at the end of that last sentence, dude. Killing myself. Uh, Gorilla Rob says, Loving the PGF, keep it up. Brew167, you both are the best. Love you. Oh, even, thanks. Even though I'm the only one that ever talks. I feel like all the clips oh. that Keith finds are uh, like. Yeah. What did Tori say?
1: She said more Lindsay something, more Lindsay stories or something. Like Lindsay has a podcast now with Brandon or something.
0: Yeah. All the clips (laughs) that are going on Instagram are like me. But the best clip, the best performing one is you. It's just I talk so much that there's no room for you to talk.
1: That's right. I do have a story. Okay. From this week. (laughs) All right. Okay. I'm going to sip this. So, um, okay. So... All of the sales uh, conferences and seminars that we go to, like the number one thing that they tell you to do is never tell them the price over the phone. So I have been doing the appointment setting for the business for a while now. And so I've been trying to do number one rule, get our, you know, like our show rate, people that show up to their appointments. We need that to be higher. So I'm not telling people prices over the phone. So I got this one guy, who was he? I tried to set an appointment with him. He says, Well, I'm from out of town. I won't be indicator until blah, blah, blah. And I say, Well, let me know when you're going to be indicator. We can set the appointment. And he was like, Well, how much is it? And so I act like I don't know the prices. Like I'm just the appointment setter. So this Ter- is that's a-
0: terrible. You can't say that to me. Like you're no, a horrible person. No,
1: here's how I say it. She's terrible. Here's She's how, how I say it is that I say normally our sales manager will meet with you after your free class and you will discuss pricing then. What I do know about pricing is that, um, you know, and I'll tell them a few things. like Yeah, and then um, you
0: work them over to SCAF and he actually makes the clothes.
1: Yeah. Right. So I'll say it's based on how many days you want to train or whatever. So we have several pricing options. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there'll be one that'll fit you whatever. But I don't tell them numbers I legit don't know how much it
0: costs to train here.
1: That's probably good I have no idea and so this guy says well let me talk to your manager
0: dang you got <laughs> Karen on the phone
1: oh my gosh so yeah and I said I'll be sure to let him know that you want to speak to him
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like this lead is over oh. but well, you know what
1: people get people are
0: are weird because I do see sometimes in like forums people will get upset if you don't just have your price listed right there on the website. Mm-hmm. But that's not it's not good. Yeah, it's not really great. It's not the best business practice. And it's not that you're trying to be shady. It's that people don't understand the value when they're new, they don't understand the value of what they're trying to do just yet. Like right. they think they're walking into Planet Fitness maybe. Right. Like I've had people go, "What? I thought it was going to be $20 a month." Like, "Well, and if you're, yeah. not, if you're not willing to pay more than $20 a month, then we – I mean, my time is worth a, lo- a lot as well. You know what I mean? So we – you know, I get it.
1: No, yeah, I get it. But a lot of people, like you said, like they don't know exactly what they're getting themselves into. And so until they step into the building, until they get on the mats, until they like witness what we actually have to offer, I don't want to tell them a price because you don't know what you're paying for until you've done all those things. Yeah. So um, – I agree that it is a good business practice, but I just got—I don't even know if you can say Karen anymore. Didn't the f- oh, no, feminist movement like want. take that over, and like that's derogatory towards? I guess since I am a white woman, I can say Karen.
0: You can do whatever you want because you're Lindsay know. Jones. But
1: anyway, I got Karen.
0: <laughs> you're Lindsey Jones McArthur, and you can do whatever you want. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. Kind of
1: funny since I own the business.
0: Well, you listen, you do like to get sassy though sometimes. I that's my favorite thing about you is you're prickly. I will send
1: you screenshots of this conversation, and I was the nicest.
0: Ever. I, I saw the screenshots, but and I'm not saying you were prickly in this particular situation. I'm just saying from time to time, mm. you have been known to be prickly.
1: Yeah, and so this is kind of a difficult situation for me because I am the kind of person that will call and ask for the price over the phone. You're so ridiculous. <laughs> now, now, I need to know how much this costs. before. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm, I'm very hypocritical in this situation. I'm just trying to do the best for my business right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, we definitely tightened up how we were actually doing business at, like, after the coronavirus stuff, after mm. the lockdowns and all that started. We started, I mean, we had already been taking our business seriously, but a lot of that stuff like that, we would just like, whatever, whatever. But once the amount of customers and interactions with customers started to be way, way more limited and people weren't like, you know, our revenue was way down. Yeah. Of course, it was way down, you know. Mm hmm we started tightening up our actual procedures and our processes. So we're like, no, no, this is the way we're going to do it now. We're going to do what's best for the business because what's best for the business is best for all the employees and the students.
1: Yeah, so So I kind of took it as a reset. You know, we kind of did that on on several things. But, okay, we're opening the business back up. This is how I want things to run on a normal basis, or this is how I would like to restart using these habits. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Do you – uh? Do you guys want to talk any more about how Lindsay is prickly?
1: <laughs> I am very prickly.
0: What do you? What do you? What do you think is your prickliest?
1: Um. Okay. So when I am in the middle of a task, like it could be something like uh, laundry, and I haven't, I haven't finished it yet. And Brandon will come over and he will try to like get me to do something else. Like, Lindsay, will you just ride to the store with me? And I'm like, I'm not done with this yet though. Like I I and and he'll be like, Just just ride with me. Like you don't even have to get out. And I'm like, uh, but the but the laundry is right there and I haven't done it yet. So that that kind of stuff. <laughs> like that could just ruin my whole day. <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling
0: y'all prickly prickly she's prickly uh, yeah. that's about as uh that's about as gnarly and <laughs> and uh, abrasive as our relationship gets there isn't it probably uh, yeah we yeah. never we never been uh we never really have fault too much i Not know people much. always think that's crazy but we never we definitely never get into like yelling at each other fights
1: like no because we we know how to communicate with each other like i know how to tell you things yeah so i don't have to yell and actually yelling is counterproductive with you
0: yeah it doesn't work why not
1: because you get your feelings hurt because i'm
0: sad (laughs) little boy i'll cry um let's see let's take a couple of these questions enhance the pain said what's an example of a business practice you tightened up or changed after the reopening
1: all right let's hear it love um well like so that that was one of the things was um just i don't um, i'm gonna tighten up i'm gonna improve my own numbers so i'm the appointment setter i still want to have my hand in the day-to-day and you know i'm kind of a micromanager um so yeah don't So, for me, it was, yeah, don't tell them the um, prices. I wanted to get my show rate up. So, I feel like that's raised that percentage. Um, And a couple, like, uh, wording things a little bit. Like, on my appointment setting, like, I want to make sure and ask for their expectations or their goals. So, um, I'm getting a little bit more into we're talking – um, and conversing a little bit on a deeper level, just that that's improved my show rate a little bit. Um, making sure. So I am very active in contacting our members and um, being in pretty regular contact with them. Um, so the uh, software, I guess, Zen Planner yeah, software yeah, that we CRM run. Software. Um it lets me know when someone hasn't been to class in a couple of weeks, so I can make sure and um, send them a message and just tell them that we miss them and stuff like that, and that, gets, uh, that helps with our retention, uh, you know, keeping the people that we, that we have that are paying but that also helped throughout the pandemic when we weren't having classes i would still like i would hand out lists to brandon and to scaf and just check on everybody like i want you guys knowing what's going on with these people and um you know we're not losing contact with them and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so just a little bit you know once you once your efficiency we did start doing um SOPs, standard operating procedures, when yeah, we came so back.
0: From, an online, from the online business perspective, that was the biggest change that I've made is just trying to document standard operating procedures, what we call it, SOP, or, you know, just the process of every little task. That way, if I have to hand a task off, I'll be able to hand the instructions off and it'll be done the way I want. Oh, by the way, Lindsay, the chillest 18 mm-hmm. Bought a badge.
1: Womp, womp, womp.
0: Super badges. Yeah, I got that three-heart badge. Sorelli uh, Style said, Is it true that your jiu-jitsu will suffer due to giving your time and energy to your students instead of your own jiu-jitsu journey? That's an interesting mm-hmm. question. Um,
1: I think it would be hard to be an active competitor and be a good instructor and coach. I think your jiu-jitsu would suffer if you were trying to do I all think, that at once.
0: Yeah, I think you could get really, really good. But to to be the best, I guess it depends on what, what do you mean. Is it true that your jiu-jitsu will suffer due to giving your time? It's true that your competitive ceiling will be lowered, like your potential I think that that's true because you'll be giving – that time and energy you would be giving to your diet and to your strength and conditioning and to your rest and to your career you'll be giving to other people's journey. right? So I do think in that regard, yes, it limits your competitive potential. But I don't think necessarily that competitive potential and competitive success is how we should be measuring jujitsu. Uh, if now, if we want to measure who's the best at beating people at jujitsu, then I think that that's obviously the best way to do it. But I don't know that that's the best way to define what jiu-jitsu is and who has. You know, from the art perspective, there's no winning and losing. There's I just can't measure it. there's just art. You know, like wh- who's the best guitar player? I don't know. Depends on how you want to argue it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. From an art perspective, I don't think that you're limited at all. In fact, I think you can be enhanced by giving your game away and and breaking your own game down for your students and stuff. I think that can um, enhance it, you and make you better. Then
1: it has, like, immortality.
0: That's how you build legacy. That's right. You either become the best competitor of all time, good legacy, or you leave legacy through others, and then that makes you eternal. That's right. That's what it. That's what it means to plant a seed, is that lineage goes on forever. Jesse Gwynn said, "What's your biggest lead generator?" Oh, before you answer that, old man Ten P S A. That's San Antonio. Bought a badge, and it's a three harder.
1: Womp womp womp. Super badges. Womp womp womp. womp, womp, womp Actually, super. I think badges. this would be a great time to take a commercial break.
0: Oh, okay. You got you ever say to yourself, man, I wish I had some clean, affordable, rock-solid training gear for my jiu-jitsu lifestyle? You ever say that to yourself, Lindsay? I do say
1: that to myself from well, time
0: to time. What comes across your mind when you have those thoughts? Let me tell you something. If it's not schismatic industries, you might be messing up pretty bad. Yeah, making a mistake. Yeah. Like I said, they got clean, affordable,
1: rock-solid gear, and they're our newest sponsor and their customer service is second to none
0: get right out of town like if you have a problem they're just nobody's gonna handle it better than schismatic industries is that what you're trying to tell me that's
1: what i'm telling you
0: very exciting if one were interested in picking up some of their gear how would one do such a thing
1: well, you would go to schismaticindustries.com. Let me spell that for you guys. Yeah, because
0: some of us like <laughs> like me, us, are from the country and we don't have schismatics All out
1: right, there. Are y'all ready? Get ready. Here it comes. S C H I S M A T I C industries.com.
0: How do you spell industries though? Just in case they don't know. Just in case say I'm just saying I-M-D- what if they don't?
1: U S dot com.
0: So you're telling me it's schismaticindustries.com. That's
1: right. That's what I'm telling you. And
0: that's you. where grapplers of all styles are going to go to find products they love?
1: Yeah. And you know it's run by a husband and wife.
0: Ooh. That's good. I hope they like each other. That would make the business easy to run, just like <laughs> ours. Schismaticindustries.com.
1: Okay. Okay. So, lead generator.
0: i never <laughs> done a commercial break like that before. That was... <laughs> Kinda I was I'm kinda nervous. I hope I did good.
1: So I think our biggest lead generator is probably this guy.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so,
1: uh, oh, it's probably
0: it's probably that bad boy right there.
1: Um Ooh. I mean, he puts so much up onto his social media platforms and YouTube and everything. I mean, people are just seeing us all the time. So we rarely actually have to run ads. Yeah, almost never. Um, It's just the constant social media presence.
0: Yeah. And uh, another great, listen, honestly, another great lead generator for us is Joe Rogan and Jocko Willink. I'm always hearing about people who decided to try jujitsu because they heard those guys talking about it. And then from there, they just looked up a local spot and it was us. Mm -hmm. And so they decided to try. And then, of course, the UFC is a great um, lead generator as well. So most of the people I hear from, they either found they came through my social media or they came through Rogan, Jocko, Jocko, or the UFC.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we detest doing, like, outside events and handing out cards and putting stuff on car windows. Like, we do not want to do that. None of us want yeah. to do that.
0: I'm not opposed to doing it, no, but I'll I'm not trying to, to do
1: it. But, no, Uh no, and like we said, we're not really running any Facebook or Instagram ads for the school.
0: I will from time um, to time, though, especially if there's one particular, like if I'm trying to add more kids into class, whatever. Yeah. Then, uh,
1: If we have a specific program that yeah. we want to build up.
0: Oh, Keith Kavanaugh just joined us. What up, Keith?
1: We're yeah. going to be calling you later. Scaff and I are going to be working on your paperwork, and we're going to have to call you and get all your info.
0: Yeah, dude, I have to run an ad in the paper. For Keith. Okay. So, <laughs> so I- yeah,
1: step number one of this paperwork is that you have to advertise the job to Americans to see if there's a qualified American that can fill the position. And so we have to put an ad in the newspaper on a Sunday and so that we can prove that we advertised for the job for 30 days.
0: So I'm going to write the ad the qualification is going to be only Keith could possibly meet the qualifications. <laughs> all right. So it's going to be like yeah, me, and, yeah. me and Kaya I, were making tons of jokes about it earlier. It was great.
1: <laughs> an we're Irish like, Is
0: Irish. <laughs> Check. Is perpetually drunk. Check. <laughs> 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 that was just a Keith joke. Not an wow, all that's... Irish people are drunk all the time joke. All right, Keith says, sounds good. Yeah, let's find an American brown belt under BMAC who's been studying his game for 10 years and doing his social media for a long time. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's going to be hard to find somebody that meets those exact qualifications. Oh, Lindsay, Cody Hummel, BJJ bought a badge. It's womp,
1: a- womp, 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 badges.
0: That's right. It's a two badger. So you just say the word badges. These are the rules. I don't make the rules. L- Lindsay made the rules. Uh,
1: <laughs> Sean says, right in three marriage. hearts.
0: Three hearts? Womp, 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 super badges. Two hearts? Oh, another one? No, just what would you do for two hearts?
1: Womp, 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 badges. All
0: right, I hope everybody gets the message. Mm -hmm. That's how it works around these parts. And Shauna said something about Irish.
1: Write it in Irish, the uh, newspaper article. Oh. Like Gaelic? Write it in Gaelic. Yeah, I can't. (laughs) Send oh, it to us. Yeah, you're gonna have to work on that for
0: me, Shauna. All right, Jesse Gwynn again. He says, "Do you think that kids class is your biggest income generator for the gym?" No, not even close. No, we're not it's a kids, growing. We're not a kids class gym. Now we have a we have a. Um, I would say now like a really, um, the momentum on the kids program is
1: high now. So that was another thing that we were setting in place when we opened back up is we wanted to grow our kids program because most. Brazilian jiu-jitsu schools or most in this area, especially in business owners that we've dealt with, their main money makers are their kids programs. And so ours are adult jiu-jitsu. So we were like, we're missing out on a market.
0: (laughs) Before Lindsay came in and started helping me run the business, I was just running it on passion. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, it was just my energy and my passion. And then, you know, of course, I started to get other people around with that kind of it just became contagious and then so we just had a big adult program we never had a kids program sorry i interrupted you as i like to do please continue
1: (laughs) but so anyway we um hired a really great kids coach and we started implementing which we did not want to do and we pushed away for forever but belts and stripes and ceremonies and all the uniforms for the kids kids, not for the adults
0: because the adults are still wearing T-shirts and never getting promoted. Right. Hope y'all are listening.
1: But the <laughs> the parents and the kids both really love all that stuff, and we, you know, we are not a building school. I mean, it it happens way late, and so. We're trying to do better, and like the the kids' coach is keeping up with the kids' classes and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, parents want to take pictures of kids in in their ghee and in the ceremony and all that stuff, and post that on their social media. So that's what's really starting to grow. Our kids' program is. Stripes trying to do it the right way, honestly, just trying to do it
0: the right way, yeah. And given kids need those little motivators, I we say adults don't, they do, they do, they love it too, they do. But to me, it's just not, I don't know, it's probably just I'm a salty old man and it's just not the way I came up with it. It's know? so
1: much hassle though. I'm so glad we don't do stripes for adults, man.
0: It would be easy, I think, I, I think it would know. be easier because then you wouldn't have to have a judgment, it would just be like, no, no, it it's takes time. this long. I it would be easier, but I don't think it's as meaningful. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if I start it's to like, set standards, oh, it's just
1: time. Like
0: yeah, if there's a time, and then if there's a test that you have to take, okay, that's fine. You know what you're. You know what's the material. You know when it's coming.
1: No, but then you think about. But you all can the...
0: cram and you can cheat on a test, and you can cram and not actually know the material. Yeah, It has to be part of you to hit that next spot. Do you spot. think
1: about all the feelings that are hurt when you give out belts and then we have to deal with that more when we're doing stripes? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't handle all the tears. <laughs> no, I
0: feel you. Todd Graham said it's been important for our kids to earn their stripes. It's what they look to. It's what they look for to know they are achieving and progressing in the sport. Sorry, I had uh, no. to work around time. There's about
1: definitely that. benefit in it. And it just we, – we had a like a, a connotation in our head like that we were trying to be a belt factory or, you know, the way people would look at us if we started charging for a cer- ceremony. And it's like we charge 20 bucks, and the belt costs about that much yeah. with shipping. So <laughs> we're not trying to make money off of it. But it is um, –
0: it's helping the students.
1: Yeah.
0: It's been good for the school, for sure. Yeah,
1: for
0: sure. Um, enhance the Pain says, do you think that the 10P quote-unquote brand, the 10th Planet brand, appeals more to adults generally because it has less um, martial artsy type things, belts, stripes, geese, bowing, oosing, etc. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've, well, I think there's a segment of adults that love that stuff, too. And that want to train in a place that does feel traditional. And we even have students here that wish we were more traditional. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the Tenth Planet really allows the opportunity for each instructor to build his own culture, build the one that he wants or that she wants in this case here as well. So, yeah, I think that that does. We do get the people that are like us or that, you know, that vibe with us. Those are the ones that stay and, and start to build the culture. Edward said, "Do you know the 10th Planet coaches in Manhattan? Are they good instructors?" I do. I do know them. That's Ray Ray. Ray Ray and CC, and uh, I can they're highly great. recommend, highly recommend them. Really good people. You know, I've known Ray Ray and CC for many years now through just going out to LA and training.
1: They've always been super super nice, like overly nice. Yeah. So, really great a lot people.
0: of respect for Ray Ray. Uh Oliver says I've never actually did jiu-jitsu before. I hear you. I've done it a few times. It's a lot yeah, of fun. You. you should try it. <laughs> Come on through. All right, Lindsay, any closing words?
1: Um No, I don't think so.
0: Okay, I feel pretty good about the way it went. Any uh hey, we got four badges. Let's just do one extra womp womp for all our badger buyers.
1: Womp 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 badges.
0: And super badges. Say so now say badges and super badges.
1: <sighs> no.
0: All right. And that's the podcast. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Yeah.